our organized reality? We, do we play the music? Like, or that's, we put that in after? No, that's the one we're doing after. Yeah, yeah so right. we're doing it after. Yeah, 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 so yeah. just do the intro, like, introducing us to. All right, well, um, so... Is there meant to be an intro? I didn't really think we were going to do oh, an intro. Oh, yes. I mean, you could say hi to the guests that we've got on. Okay. Well, uh, we have a young Clement Novalak here. Uh, you know, for those that don't know Clem, I think you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast. But Clem is an F2 driver doing pretty damn well. And we have young Felipe Drogovic here as well, who's doing pretty meh, to be fair. <laughs> I think you should swap that around, mate. But, yeah. <laughs> Pretty accurate. And we have the team's championship leading drivers here. So um, for for episode one, I thought it'd be interesting to have you two on. And I didn't really give much thought to it. I just thought, actually, that was as far as my thought process went. Yeah. <laughs> you know, these two are kind of cool. Uh, Thanks, mate. Yeah. yeah mate. I mean, long thought processes aren't exactly your best friend. We should probably also uh, point out we have a co-host james blair um james do you mind going through your massive list of achievements for all the viewers uh we don't really have time for that today mate but um <laughs> one thing i will say is that uh, we've been what known each other 10 years now um and somehow i'm still in contact we both moved to london obviously so then uh, then we decided that uh, like all other men who are about to turn sort of you know 24 25 all of our thoughts and ideas should be on the internet so that's uh, kind of how this has come about. Yeah, that's not that's not a good idea at all. But um, you know, you know, James and I we we collaborated, let's say, in the in the account screaming meals. Uh, oh, oh so have you did, guys heard of it? Of oh. course we have, mate. I was your first follower. That's actually, true. So I'm all, true. I'm just gonna say, I was the first follower on streaming meals. Everybody should be following me as well. <laughs> <laughs> first follower, first guest. Every exactly. follower from Screaming Mills should follow you, mate. Yeah, honestly. As a contribution. Uh, yeah, I think, honestly, I started that channel. Uh, they saw me following and liking. To be fair, I, I think, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure you were my first follower. And then you put a story up saying, follow Screaming Mills. And I hadn't even put a post up yet. It just started from there, mate. And to be honest, like, I have to say... Now that your posts are liking, are getting more likes than I am, um, I feel that is a bit of an embarrassment, really. But you know, hey, we're gonna go from there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't really know about that, man. Uh, screaming meals is sort of like my alter ego. So initially, I was thinking, man, it would be good if I could just have an account where I could just write shit and not get told off in a sense. Yeah. You know, How many followers do you have now? Not a huge so, amount. More than me. Well, six thousand. I haven't promoted it on my account yet, obviously, because I want—I don't really want people to know about it. To be authentic. Can I make a request? Everyone knows about it, mate. Once we've launched and released the podcast, could you do us a favour and just promote it on your main account? Well, that depends on how much you're willing to pay me, James. Okay, I'll uh, (laughs) half a bottle of tequila that we've got left after our uh, warm-up. That reminds me, we also have a new rule on the show, despite the show only just starting. Um, whenever you mention tide egg, you need to do a shot of tequila. Uh, because no one, mate. no one likes hearing about tide. So egg. luckily, my car's been so good this year. I never he had doesn't know uh, what that. it feels like. He's never actually had yeah. tide egg this year. So. Yeah, one shot of tequila, mate. Oh shit, where is it? Uh, <laughs> Clem, not being harsh, mate. Quote, oh, don't want to be harsh. Quote, Ollie Oaks. You two blokes are driving the same car, it seems. Differently. <laughs> to be honest, um, I've got fifty years. horsepower more. 
exactly is sort of unknown. This is going to be the shot mug. <laughs> Jesus, oh, the shot. Jesus, that's more than a shot. Oh, it is not. You just have to... Why are you using your coffee mug for your your shot of tequila? That's just silly. Well, we didn't have any shot glasses, so that's actually our fault. How does it taste, mate? Actually, not too bad. Smooth? It's good, right? It is quite smooth, yeah. I should say. Shout out to uh, George Clooney and whoever the other guy did, Casamigos. That's Bill Murray's, actually. That's Patron. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's very good. Yeah. <laughs> so, as it's called Screaming Meals, we, I mean, at some point... We should be reviewing some food, drink, whatever. Yeah, of course. Um, well, you're, well, you're fresh off the F2 race weekend, so should we just dive in there? Should we start with? Uh, I'll tell you what, we skip qualifying because you qualified 12th, but uh, <laughs> sprint race, you ran all right. You got up into what P9, classic, just outside the points. <laughs> you went all right. Thanks, Jim. From yeah, memory, P5. I was a bit drunk at the time. P5. Yeah, P5. Yeah, it wasn't amazing, but not too bad. Yeah, it's pretty slippery that race, wasn't it? Yeah, the beginning it was, uh, especially for us, mate. Yeah. What do you mean, especially for you? Uh, we, had <laughs> we had, um, I would say, a, a front end of a F1 car and a rear end of a I'd say bike. A, I'd say a four, actually. <laughs> the balance was fairly all over the place, but, you know, we made the most with what we could. Yeah, but then at the end it was good. That's a very political answer and not really a, an answer that you'd get on Screaming Meals, but I appreciate the, the the kindness towards your team. I think everyone has the same perspective of their own car. Like, because Yuri and I, we were on the ropes from the beginning, and it was actually I would I would go as far as saying it was one of the more difficult seven laps of my life. The first <laughs> the first seven laps, and then I don't know if you guys had the same feeling, but when you're like when you oh, I'm not going to mention tire deck, but. Oh, no. yes. <laughs> You actually Where's just said it, so. I, There's nothing wrong with mentioning the word, right? Or is that you, before when I went to see it, I, I didn't see it. There you go. You got the right idea. That's, that's a shot, Mark. Oh, fuck's sake. We're starting again. By the end of this Just thing, a small... Oh, mate. That's... That was the same as Is this mine, your mate? coffee mug as well? Well, yeah, it's the shot mug. It's just going round. I'm not going to get the herp from this, am I? No, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> should, should we cut that out? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably best. <laughs> uh, well, we'll definitely cut it out if you do get the hurt. <laughs> Yikes. All right. So, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, when you get down... Seven laps. You can talk about that now because yeah. you've already done the punishment. Good on you. Um, so, did you get the same impression that when you got through the tyre and you almost burnt through all of it, you suddenly just like had... So much more grip. It was sort like, of like Lewis Hamilton back in Turkey. Turkey, yeah. Good on you, James. You fucking switched James, on. James, yeah, you switched on. I've earned my stripes, mate. Don't you worry about me. Yeah, I had the impression, like, because one lap to the next, I gained like three seconds. No <laughs> joke. It was just like I got through the tire and suddenly I was driving on slicks. Yeah, can be. I sort of got stuck behind Dennis Hauger until I sort of managed to dive bomb him into, into Stowe. So, you got yeah. stuck behind them. Yeah. Well, Nassani yeah. got stuck behind Hauger as well, but he found a solution. <laughs> Ask us. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm you can't go around them, go over them, mate. That's <laughs> what I always say. <laughs> mate, you're not right, right? Yeah. You've been his teammate, right? Yeah. Actually, we, we, we were discussing this earlier. <laughs> we were discussing this earlier, mate. We should give Roy a call. Yeah, so as I was leaving the track, I, I saw Roy and... 
you know, Roy's actually Roy the boy is what I call He's him. He's a top bloke. He is a top bloke. Like a lot of people have a have the wrong perception of Roy because he's whenever he puts his helmet on, he puts his visor down. He does well. Put blatantly, he turns into a bit of a maniac in a good way or a bad way, depending on how you look at it. And I said to him when I was leaving, I was like, "Do you mind if I give you a call in a couple of hours because we're filming our first episode of Screaming Meals, and it would be a shame not to not to talk to the man himself." And he said, yeah, why not? He was a bit concussed, but um, <laughs> not to laugh at that. He was okay. Um, we'll see if he answers. I really don't think he will. In the meantime, though, he will, mate, for what, sure. As a, as a non-racing driver, can I ask, what is the point in sausage curbs? Because to me, they seem like they just cause more issues than they solve. Yeah, the point is track limits. So you cannot cut more, but I mean, in my the, opinion, there, there are other solutions. For the cost of a vertebrae, yeah. I feel like they could just get them... Yeah, at the end of the either you put tarmac, which is yeah. track limits problem, or you put gravel, which they don't want to put it. So. Uh, yeah. To be honest, from my point of view, I think they they're there for GTs. Yeah. And they didn't really change it for us, but I think looking at the incident, it's probably going to change for next year because without the halo, Roy wouldn't be here. So yeah, hundred percent. So I, I even think I even think if it was the F three car, because sort of the side pods tend to go out even more the, mm. the sort of the floor bit mm. i think it it could have actually gone into the helmet so i honestly think it was quite dangerous to have him there well, Roy didn't answer so unfortunately we don't get to hear his perception of the mm. incident actually, we'll try later to we'll be try honest later. it would have been the best person to ask because from what he said to us he he seemed to to think it was a pretty big shunt. <laughs> do, you have Den- do you have dennis's number or not i oh i might do actually um let me check you know, Dennis is Dennis is so funny. Well, like whenever he's speaking, everyone's laughing. Like in a press conference, he'll be he'll be talking about something, and everyone will be pissing themselves. And I don't understand a word he says. Like I don't know if it's just the Norwegian accent, but it's like a, a lot of people probably have the same idea when right. you speak, mate. Because <laughs> well, my accent's just fallen to pieces. Yeah, you, you sound sort of half Estonian, half Kiwi, half British, half Australian, half South African, yeah. half uh, Chinese. So. It's it's a strange little sort of moggy accent that it's you've got going on. Strange there, combination, mate. yeah. Yeah. Not like Clem. By the end of the podcast we all have uh, some kind of Kiwi accent. Actually I've I've sort of picked up on you guys and uh I'm hoping to uh to take the Kiwi accent I Yeah, mate, no. You're not you're I not, you're not <laughs> clicking. You gotta add I at the end of every sentence. It's earned not acquired. That's the, I'm uh, not going to even try me. Nah, yeah, you, you might not. <laughs> so it'd be a shame not to speak about um, the race that we just completed. Literally, let's have a bit of a debrief. Yeah, I've, that's, I've that's got some notes down here. Now you put a banging move on uh, Fittipaldi from about two nautical miles back into Stowe. <laughs> Sold the dummy like an absolute champion and yeah. fired it through for what P11. Yeah, it's always a shame when you're fighting like the world karting championship for P10 or whatever it was, P8 maybe, I'm not sure. But, you know, I think you guys will agree, right? When Enzo, he does, he qualifies quite high up considering his pace in the race. You know, you you get stuck behind Enzo in a race. It's not easy, is it? Like, I mean, I never got together with him in any race. Yeah, but you're too far up ahead, mate. Um, (laughs) You haven't really seen many of the races this year. 
Uh, I mean, I never, I was never together. I've been stuck behind him in Imola, and now this race. So it's been. Uh, I, I sort of understand the Sharus. So uh, you know, when you're like, when you're within striking range, you know that this is it. You need to either do the move, do or die. It's a do or die move, anyways. Because I actually had that that thought, like as I was like sort of coming up on swim with DRS, I was like. I either do the move now or... Or you're just going to finish behind him. Or I f- spend the next 27 laps in his gearbox. Literally. So you always need to make that split-second yeah. decision. James, you'll know from all your racing experience, won't you, mate? That Yeah, uh, well, I know, I've got a lot of experience in getting it wrong, as you well know. Um, obviously, I'm... Tell them, tell them about Actually, when we used to race together, yeah, of man. Of course. I'd want to know more about the uh, the New Zealand championships and so on. Yeah, well, so, so we sort of... Um, we ended up racing at the same team in 2014, so we sort of became mates in 2013. Um, and back back then, no one liked Marcus. Uh, was uh, not many people do now. To yeah. Be um, well, because he kept, he kept like, well, to your credit, you kept just winning everything, and everyone and he kept showing up to the track in a new Mercedes, and everyone in New Zealand just got no, really. No, I didn't. I was like 14 horrendous. years old, 13. <laughs> horrendous tall poppy syndrome in New Zealand. So everyone was just like, I hate that 11 year old over there. Let's just make his life miserable. <laughs> And then, as all good things start with, I, I got drunk at a prize giving and took my shirt off to Bohemian Rhapsody. You filmed it, and I think I dropped your line the next day, being like, Hey, have you got that video of me uh, having a having a haul up? But I don't actually remember that, but go on. I, I do. Um, and then, yeah, ever since then, uh, yeah, we raced together in 2014. Uh, you went on to take a couple of national titles that year. I think I won. Uh, the uh, upper, nor- upper North Island uh, first round of that series. Um, and then it all fell to shit after that, to be honest. But um, His yeah. career is basically, his, his, well, your main achievement, you, you told me the other day, was when you obliterated me in a race in, what, 2013? 2013. Yeah, Hawks Bay. Well, there was two in 2013, both in the rain. Um, and back then I was about 16 running in juniors, so I was about three and a half feet taller than the rest of the field, which obviously helps when it rains in the slicks. Condition or whatever, what, what you might have to be, but uh, you know yeah. who's a, a bit of a karting expert is this man right here, Clem. When you got second, was it World Karting Championship? Was it second or third? Yeah, it was second, right behind uh, today's race winner, Jeez. Logan Sargent, with about twelve more horsepower than anybody else. Oh, yeah. there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Same conversation from twenty. What was it? Twenty fifteen. Yeah, twenty fifteen. Uh, I had about actually funny fun funny you say this because um, everybody in the field believed that you had about two laps to beat the guy, and then he was off down the road. And I um, that, yeah. basically, I had I had prepped uh, not my teammate but sort of the same team, just different different awnings. Uh, Kyle Collette, I told him specifically he forgot, he forgot about me because I was also his yeah. teammate. Yeah, but were you racing in that race? In yeah, I started B four four five B five. Yeah, but he wasn't in the running. Were yeah. you in Cosmic that year? Okay. No, I keep going. Yeah, I interrupted. So. And um, and old Kayo, I told him before the race, do not attempt a lunge within the first three laps because we have three laps to unsettle him by mm. you know making a move or so on. Now, little did I know, I came through the first uh, first lap, last corner, and Kayo came from about fifteen cart lengths back and pretty much ended up on my side pod. <laughs> so. There you go. I remember that before the race. Um, <clears throat> I think I came over to you in the hospitality of Tony Cart and I said something along the lines of, oh, did you hear old mate got disqualified? Like some random bloke. And your mechanic 
Spurs absolutely lost the plot at me because apparently I was talking to you before the World Championship final. Really? Yeah, because you were like the golden boy, you know, back in the day. Uh, Tony well, Khan, you I still are so, now, yeah. but like... Oh, well, <laughs> talking about that. Yeah, Don't. that cute little thing where you all had a different colour uh, shoulder on your, uh, yeah, your yeah, Sparko yeah. search. Yeah, but you, you were the golden boy, right? So they're like, don't talk to Clem before the World Championship final. <laughs> and I was like, because I was in senior, obviously, you were in junior. I didn't realise you were still in junior as well. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I, I, mean, no I, I started literally you behind you. Oh. And then... Uh, yeah, I was before for most of the race. The top three, they disappear out in front. And uh, yeah, and then what happened? And then I think I got messed up with the other guys and finished P8. Yeah, Not so good. Race. Yeah, but I was also much taller than you guys. Oh, Sadly, that now I, there you go. That's my problem. Yeah, right? yeah. I was a lot taller than you. Like I literally couldn't do a corner without going two wheels. Yeah, I because wish I was a bit taller, to be fair, but for other reasons. Uh, you know, I, I wish I was taller now. <laughs> I remember the the first time I came to Europe and raced. You two happened to be my teammates. Oh, back in the college days. Remembering, you're gonna redo a picture from 2014. Yeah, yeah. You had a fan request to recreate the photo or something, didn't you? Did I? Somebody no, did. I think. No, it was that. I got a fan request and you, I. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna. Get, oh. It's going to be awful because I'm going to look about 15 years old. You look so angry in that photo, Clem. You're going to have to shave. Uh, exactly. I'm going to have to shave before <laughs> it happens. Because <laughs> I'm going to look like the 28 year old. So I've come from New Zealand, right? Uh, with no disrespect to New Zealand because the level is high and there's there's heaps of talent coming from New Zealand. But coming to the World Karting Championship in, at that particular event, it was like arriving to the F1 paddock, you know, like these big trucks. You can like you can imagine me. I'd ever only ever worked out of like a van, you know. And you two, my teammates, having done the whole season, I remember when Ollie Oaks came to me about the seat, and he was telling me about your results because you were, of course, the golden child, Clement Novak finishing so and so in 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 this event in Zuera and whatever. This is the best seat to be in, and. Then I arrived, and I'm, I, I don't know how you remember it, but I certainly remember being quicker than you in, like, all the free free practice, like, two days of free practice. And I remember you were quick there. Uh, you were quick, but I don't actually remember much from the SA weekend, apart from the fact that Nicholas Nielsen nearly killed Tom Joyner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, my God, that was bad. That was really bad. Yeah, yeah so if everyone uh, who doesn't th know that what picture, happened, we need yeah, to redo... God. Is actually cut, but there's also Nicholas we need on to the get side. Nicholas in the picture, actually. Yeah, well, we can just put him in the corner. <laughs> yeah, we're just I can Photoshop him in later. Yeah, we're gonna Photoshop. So, so for those who don't know what happens, Nicholas should have won that world championship hands down. He was so fast all weekend, and he got taken out in the pre-final by Tom. And Nicholas, for whatever reason, decided he, he needed his revenge. He couldn't couldn't survive without it's a pretty it. big one. And sent him pretty damn hard into the wall. Well, if you, if you put everything into perspective, it had rained and it suddenly become dry on track. But as we know, if it's rained in the morning, the grass is still going to be slippery oh, yeah. and wet. There was only one line and there was this really long back straight. And Nicholas sort of came in flat out and saw him in front of him and said, this is the time to, you know, exert all of this anger from the last uh, sort of like six hours because he got him he took him out in pre-final we've all and, been there um put it this way have we james he hit the wall so hard he actually saw 
<laughs> without laughing too hard, he saw his helmet hit the exhaust <laughs> and sort of sit him so far into the wall that as he came around the last corner, <laughs> he looked to the side and saw him actually lying on the tyre wall and thought, I killed the bloke. Oh, <laughs> And from then on, he, he felt really bad. And obviously, yeah, the only th- only thing I remember, I could hear like everyone slowing down, coming to the pits, and I could only hear Nicholas on the limiter, like on the brrr, on the proper rev limiter. There's one guy pushing on the inlap. It's Nicholas, oh as God. if he'd not seen the checkered flag. You know, it's happened before. But so we go from that event to twenty. Let's fast forward two years, right? Felipe, you and I are fighting for the championship in German F4. Yep. Well, there was also another guy who was fighting with us, Yuri Vips, of course, who ended up winning the championship. But all three of us were coming into the, the last round together. I think we're eight points, were we? Yeah, I think like two points difference or so. You were like the the thorn in our side all season long. You know, of course, Yuri and I are in Prema, and we've had... Oh, my God. Getting a call from a very important... You talk amongst yourselves, please. Okay, so Marcus and Yuri are in Prima, and I'm going to tell the story here because obviously I wasn't there. <laughs> and uh, so what? So you guys are the team, isn't it, for... Uh, no, I want, I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you. Um, so basically what happened was uh, Yuri and Marcus started the season. They had a massive falling out. Screaming at each other, there's odd people throwing tire wrenches at each other, the whole works. Uh, and then from there on out, Dr. Phil came in. Uh, they, they Prima spent what, right. 45 Shush. grand on flying him in. Jane. Sorry, I was just filling a bit of a gap while you took a phone call <laughs> in the middle of a fucking podcast, mate. Sorry, mate, it was an important phone call. Um, so we go into the last round. Felipe, in my opinion, mate, in my honest opinion, you probably should have won that championship. Thanks, mate. In F4, because I think. All right, my memory I is you. I came into the last round leading. Um, and then I think Yuri was like two points behind me and you were maybe five points behind that. Yeah, but we were talking about falling out here. I actually never heard this story. So that was all fake. Sorry? That was all complete bullshit. I was just trying yeah. to fill a gap. James's strength is just chatting shit. Yeah, um, I'm an insurance broker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so where were we? So then, all right, for whatever reason, Yuri and I qualify like P20 and 21. It was, yeah. It was weird. Uh, yeah. Do you remember it? I remember exactly what happened. <laughs> so basically race one, yeah, well, there was three races in the weekend. Race one, I started P2. You guys finished inside the top 10, I think. And then uh, I I won that race. So race two was straightforward for me as well, just doing the same. I had a gearbox issue. And then uh, race three was reverse grid from race one. And you guys started from the front row or something like that. And I was starting P10, and we were basically going points. So yeah, but I think the race that you lost the championship was race two, when yeah, and the gearbox you didn't just even start, did you? No, yeah, you didn't went to first gear in the grid. That's bizarre. <laughs> yeah, you know, the worst things always happen at the worst moments. Yeah, I was bad like for two weeks straight, mate. I I, c- I know your pain, man, because yeah. I was leading going into that race. I'm pretty no, mate, you were leading maybe. But, yeah, but, but obviously. They were like, very no yeah we were very close together actually i have to say for me it sounds eerily similar to um trs uh 20 
Yeah. Is it 18? It's almost like you've read our podcast agenda. Honestly, because we're going to talk about it for no, 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 no. But I have to talk about it because it was the best five weeks I've ever lived. Like, <laughs> I can't say otherwise. New Zealand was the best experience of my life. Beautiful country. The people are crazy, but awesome. And the like racing. James. James is like the perfect example of a Kiwi. Exactly. Really. You just look at James, you just think TRS 2018. <laughs> He's got a screw yeah. loose, isn't he? It's just something, something not quite it's, right, but yeah. you love it. You know? wrong love nobody's it. home. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, t- TRS 2018. Where does that start? That starts up in Hampton Downs, doesn't it? Does it? Uh, it starts at his home track in Christchurch. Yeah. Christchurch? Church. That's not bad there, mate. Yeah, yeah mate. I've been working that one. Spotted on that it. one. <laughs> I? I'm not sure I want to talk about TRS, to be honest, mate. Uh, just talk about the enjoyable experience you had there. It's depressing when you lose on the last Forget, Forget lap. that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but if you get, if you just forget about the last lap and yeah. you just talk about the previous month. The after party, maybe? Oh, uh, well, I don't think you remember much of that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I do, because it's not much of an after party in uh, Manfield, unfortunately. So then we go, what, 2019... 2019 F3. I think we're all racing together then, aren't we? Clem, you're an F3 by then, are you? Me. Uh, 2019. No, Sainz just won his first race. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Holy moly. What's the classification? Uh, Smooth operator. Oh, they Smooth must have stopped them back around. Smooth operator. Smooth. Oh, yeah, I'm looking for the results, but I can't find it. All right, well, Sainz won. Oh, we'll, we'll have a look. Yeah, well, Carlos Sainz. Give him a clap. Moment in the... We probably should studio. be watching, shouldn't we? Vamos, Carlos. Yeah, we should be watching it. Yeah. <laughs> we could have waited a little bit more yeah. to do the so, podcast. So now everyone knows what F2 drivers actually do after the race. They're not. Uh, <laughs> they literally just chat shit I just on fu- I just found it a little bit disrespectful to put my phone there and keep it watching. So, all right. So we go 2019, right? Uh, Clem, are you an F3 by 2019? We've covered no. that. Okay, you're not. All right, that's good. Because if you were, then it's... <laughs> I'm in British F3. All right, you're in British F. You win British F3 that year. Yeah. All right. I was working at Chubb. Good on you, mate. Yeah. Wasn't your brother at Kiki K? Kiki K, creative director. You got it right, mate. So, <laughs> Felipe, I remember that year F3. Uh, talk us through the season, man, because. Uh, so, I was. Um, well, we were all first year in the new FA F3, new championship. New cars for everyone. Um, obviously, uh, we were not teammates. Uh, no, who, were you, who were you running with back then? I was with Carlin. Yep. And Marcus was, uh, was with uh, Bremer. Mercedes? <laughs> I wouldn't call it that, but um, let's just put it like that. We were driving F1 cars and F3. It was... They were a little bit quicker than the others. Yeah, uh, I'll yeah. only say that. But um, yeah, w- Carlin, I was together with... the. Uh, Today's race winner, Logan Sargent. We're also, um, we both were not fast, <laughs> not even com- compared to anyone else other than them. But uh, if we compare to them, we're just way off. I remember, like maybe the funniest moment of the season to, for me, anyway, was I know that mate. <laughs> I think I've told you like fifty times. Yeah. Paul Ricard, I stall from P4 on the grid, and you know when you stall, the race is done. You know, like. Especially in F3, the race is short. Yeah, you know? you're not going to finish in the points. Um, and I think I'm like, I go back to last, obviously. I come back, I'm like maybe P25 with, I don't know, 10 laps to go. And then I just come through. Everyone just degs. 
Oh. <laughs> Here comes the glass. It's your own rule as well, which is just so embarrassing for you. Oh, shit. <laughs> hang on, that's hang on. This is the existing shot. You've not even finished it. <laughs> <laughs> Slime bastard. Oh, t- uh, far I've out, got man. two, mate. I've tasted. You should have said the oh, tire you, 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 you can either finish that or you can finish that. I'd rather drink tequila than backwash. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Sort of looked like a struggle there, to be honest. Jesus. Um, so we're in Paul Ricard. I'm in like P25, like 10 laps to go. And you can mention the word now that you... Everyone D's yeah. degs, right? So <clears throat> I'm coming through. I'm like four or five seconds a lap faster than everyone. And I come to... Lo- you and Logan were together on track. We are just hockey mates. I think it was like P- uh, T... Is it turn 12, the really long right-hander? You're the French one. Uh, you should know that track, mate. Le, Le Bousset. Le Bousset. Le Bousset. Adroit? Okay. Is it adroit? Adroit. So we, we arrive in there. These two, obviously, are in front of me, and I just launch <laughs> it around the outside of both of them. Maybe like 30Ks more minimum speed than both of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I overtake both of them in one corner and, like, check out. Like, the next corner, they're mate, not even in my mirrors. Mate, we're literally just trying to stick to the apex, and this guy just comes, like, I just see, like, someone comes around, like, I was like, Right, is fair that, enough. Is that a spaceship? <laughs> to be fair, I, I'm even surprised you've seen him. I, I thought you would have been straight past you. I think I finished P5 after stalling. And and like at this moment, I'm like thinking, oh my days, I wonder where my teammates are right now. Because they obviously didn't stall, did they? <laughs> they were catching me back again. <laughs> They're about to lap everyone. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I came in after that race. I was like, how can we recreate that? Because that was just... Mental, like I've never experienced something think, like that. I think that race I picked in the formation lap, mate. Your tire dig from the formation lap coming out the box, you already had front greening. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's another one. By the time we get out of here, Marcus is gonna be ready it's for Twiga. <laughs> <laughs> Won't even eat praise. So, where are we going out tonight? Because obviously, this doesn't come out for in the next five hours, so we can, we can talk about it. Where are we, where are we headed? Twig, I think. Oh, yeah. that crap? I'm going to my bed. He's not firmly my, not my oh, one. Yeah. The hotel bed. Yeah, just for everyone's, where everyone else's benefit. Felipe has decided to take a um, take a to sort of benefit his career as opposed to the rest of us who are. Yeah, I'm the only focused one here. Obviously, yeah, not to uh, well, uh, To be honest, I have to say, when you're in P1, leading by about 50 points, and probably haven't drank a, an ounce of alcohol since. Probably twenty. What was it? Thirteen? Oh, no, I'd say last year, maybe end of year. End well, of season stop five. being silly, mate. I'm pretty sure Monaco I, as well, mate. Uh, actually, sorry, f- forget that. Actually, he was he was really bad in Monaco. <laughs> 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 it wasn't really bad. It was, it, it was worse for you, mate. It was pretty funny in drivers' briefing, right? So it's like you obviously the four of us, you two, me and Yuri are sitting quite close to each other, and Clem turns around and he goes mate <laughs> i got home at 8 30 a.m that morning i was completely smashed and like the room is dead silent <laughs> like everyone all the team managers all the drivers are in there and like they all heard us uh, oh they all heard you didn't they and yeah but <laughs> which driver didn't do that in monaco mate everyone well i literally okay I'm not going to name any names for the for the. For no, the we, can, we can beef them out. We can we, beef, we them out. beef out the uh, names. Of course, of course. But um, 
I did spot a few drivers from from even Formula Regional um, <laughs> where we were. So all I have to say is, back in my Formula Renault days, I did not go out, and um, I was surprised by the amount of underage people in uh, in. Funny, like it was pretty funny because I obviously I messaged you and I was like, "Hey man, can I come and join you at like I don't know." 12.30 or something. Oh, and he's it like... Might, it might have been later than that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, man, I'll catch you. Let's have a chat. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And I arrive and I, I bring like, what, 25 people with me? Like, no <laughs> word of a lie. Oh, I had a team. Honest. I had an army of people. That's about an eighth of New Zealand, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and they wouldn't let us in. And then Clem walks out and he's like, yeah, with me, mate, no worries. Suddenly, half the grid is in this place. Yeah. I, to be honest, uh, I have to say, I've never seen that many drivers, apart from drivers briefing, <laughs> <laughs> in a single place. So, <laughs> yeah. It was clearly important. So, Monaco, so what was it? Of course. Oh, God, it goes good, doesn't it? <laughs> so then we go, so t- 2019. You're British F3 champion. You're still the golden boy. I wouldn't say so. I sort of left the sort of environment. And, um, but yeah, no, I did win the championship. Yeah, I was still golden boy. Why did you ever leave, mate? Um, conflict of interest. Conflict of interest. That's a very politically correct answer and not an answer, I must repeat, that Screaming Meals would like. But yeah, no, so I, I ended up winning the, uh, I ended up winning the, uh, the British F3 championship. And then moved on to um, his team, which he managed to score, I think, two? Was it two points? Seven points, mate. Seven. And I managed to score a whopping 55 points. So I think that just settles the deal about this year. Uh, You know, we're talking about points difference here. I'm sort of making up for the... For the uh, 2020 sort of advantage. I think you've brought it sort of back towards me now, so... Yeah, it's what, 100 and... He's on 150, and I must mm. be on about 10. I, I'm fairly proud of my contribution towards the team's championship. You've got to, you, you know what? It, it's always the unsung heroes who should be it, the, the... Exactly. I'm like the... ...sort of developing the car for Felipe. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm the I'm the sort of man that does all the, the, the hard graft. The hard know. yards. Yeah, gotcha, the mate. The sort of backbone of MP Motorsport, if you've got gotcha. Exactly. Yeah. And then he sort of sits on the grid... Starting from P1 and it's sort of easy. Yeah, yeah. You know, just before qualifying, I just get a setup sheet from him. Exactly. It just takes like a yep. white sheet of paper. Just to be honest, plus this on the bar. Well, I <laughs> well, I've heard that you're the guy that does your setup, Actually, mate. Actually, yes. From my personal knowledge, I've heard from a thousand people in the paddock <laughs> that you are the Adrian Newey of Formula 2. <laughs> So can you please sort of expand on this? Um, yeah, I'm not sure where that rumor comes from. Does it come from Ollie Oaks himself? Everywhere, mate. Yes. <laughs> well, to be honest, I've heard the radio calls saying you need, you know, sort of two clicks of front wing. Two clicks on the rear up. right rebound. Exactly. The rebound changed the front damper. Everything. That's Literally changed the whole car <laughs> as you're going round. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that, actually, because during quali this week, I got a bit of a bollocking halfway through the session because I've come in. And instead of saying, like, what the car's doing... Click I'm a just, front wing. Yeah, I'm just like... I'm not going to tell you exactly what I said, but... Come on, mate. Silverstone is done, mate. podcast, mate. So I go on to say what we need to change. Right, we need Which to, is? We need to change this, that, and that, and that, and this. And Ollie comes on the radio, he's like... You know what he's like. 
Kiwi. Not being funny, mate, but you're the fucking driver. <laughs> Tell us what it's doing, and we'll sort out the setup. I'm like, all right, fair enough, mate. Actually, I'll tell you, even we changed it. That. We changed it and went backwards, pulled the handbrake, went from like P5 to P12. So basically, Mega. your feedback was shit. I guess you could say that, yeah. We heard you getting an absolute ear chewing on the radio in Baku as well on the broadcast. Did we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys obviously won't know because I think you were busy at the time. But um, <laughs> actually, which race was that? Was that race? I one think or race it two? was the feature. Ah, uh, well, I wouldn't. It could have been the sprint. It could have been. <laughs> I, I, I definitely weren't busy. I had sort of a gearbox issue, and I sat next to his engineer, and I saw him on the rev limiter for about twenty <laughs> laps straight. I mean, you know, you just sit there. Paolo. I wanted to watch the race, Paolo. Indeed, yeah. you just sit there. You want to watch the race. I was pretty much staring at his Apple Watch, thought he was about to have a heart attack. Like, I mean, the guy who was on the rev limiter for about two, like an hour straight. You know, I'm the calm guy that uh, compensates for my engineer that you know very well. Uh, You've been his driver in 2019. Yeah, Paolo was my engineer in 2019. He still cracks me up to this day because, like, I was looking at him on the grid before one of our races this weekend, the wet one, the first one, and he's on the grid just pissing himself laughing like he's looking at the tires he's actually pissing himself i'm like what could he possibly be laughing about this guy and i don't i don't know he's just like he's thinking of the master strategy or something but like <laughs> no nah, i love that guy man. he's so good yeah and i he, bet you do <laughs> <laughs> well he's he's got quite a track record now huh yeah well what do you mean well like in terms of pretty much winning everything like he won with Mick. Then he, he win F three for like, well, he won, won F three for fifteen years straight until, you know, me and Jack sort of pulled Trident together and <laughs> won F three last oh, year. It was that you're doing, mate. Yeah, it was all my doing, <laughs> mate. I actually bagged in more points than I did this year. So. Well, I think Paolo he was he was engineering Mick in twenty seventeen eighteen when he won me in nineteen. You in twenty. Yeah. Versure last year. Yeah. And then old Drogovic again. Yep. So he's got quite a track record. Yep. But, um, mate, those radio calls, I don't know how you stay so calm. Because I listen to them on the on the broadcasting. I'm like, whoa. With me, it's quite all right, mate. To be fair, I, I, I don't mind. I can kind I, of... I prefer I, the, the, the engineer to be precise and direct than being very... Polite and calm. And delicate, yeah. yeah. I sympathise with Paolo because I've found through the experience of doing this podcast that trying to give you any sort of instruction is such a nightmare. <laughs> such a nightmare. Uh, can, I, can I just ask something? You know the, the conversation we're currently having? Yeah. Was it actually directed towards there or was it just Marcus's improvising? No, no, that's, uh, this is all natural flow, mate. This is, this exactly. is, this this is, is not mean. an interview, mate. This is a conversation. That's what people no, ask for course, is what they get. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you might have had a couple of talking points and I think we've just deviated from the fact we were in 2019 about 20 minutes ago. Yeah. And we're now talking about the fact this engineer's about to have a heart attack on the fucking <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, if I'm honest with you, I'm trying to deviate the conversation towards something other than racing. Tire D because I want you to say the word. That's my honest. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking right now. All right. So don't just just ask him about um, Bahrain. Yeah, Bahrain. Bahrain race two was it? Oh well, race two. I um, <laughs> had an engine issue about five laps in. So I don't know. Race one then. Oh, race one. What did I do? Race one. <laughs> I'm the. <digging. laughs> what was that? 
What was that? <laughs> no. I, I, just, I think I think that was a shot. I just said degging. I, I didn't say. Oh, that's a fucking shot, mate. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not, mate. I just said deg. Mate, you're. A I didn't say uh, deg. I didn't say uh, no, deg, mate. Uh, I'm not drinking, mate. <laughs> I didn't say. <laughs> to be fair, it's all backwash by now. Yeah. yeah, you might as well drink it. It's probably water from his spit. Well, well no, it's about ninety percent Armstrong spit. Yeah, because he hasn't been actually following through the punishment of his own but rule. There's about a liter of tequila here, mate. Yeah, you'll get the hurt from that. I tell you what, it's going to feel a lot like Monaco. <laughs> so we've got Austria. What next week? Exactly. Next week. When are you, you're off on Tuesday, Wednesday. Wednesday. When are you boys flying out? Uh, tomorrow. Let me guess, Clem. Have you got the private? How was that tasting, by the way? <laughs> He's only gone and done it. I've actually missed Back it. it out. That sounds a lot mate, worse but than it I, was. I had like about a shot and there's still tequila here, mate. There you go. Well, <laughs> hey, look, that's a better effort than old MA over here, so I'll take it. Um, you go pretty good there, mate. Austria? Yeah. Oh, thanks, mate. Are you paid to say that or something? <laughs> well, I don't want to mention it on air, but... Uh, it, it, well, Are you flying your... out on a private jet, Clem? No, no, just commercial, you know. You know how it is. You look like you're I, suffering, actually, I'm surprised. Felipe. I'm surprised. You're all right, mate. No, no, it's alright. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm surprised you didn't ask about my record because the last two years I've had my knuckles broken there, and I, ne- I actually practically nearly got killed by Arthur Leclerc there last oh, year. Oh, that was so. massive. Oh, was that the pit lane? No, no, that no. Was, I mean, I got to pull that up. Like, it that was is the actually turn four incident, mate. That was one of. The, I saw that live, and I, I honestly, I thought that. I mean, you. Never, I thought I was dead, mate. I I looked in my mirror. As I'm going into the corner, and I thought, you know, I'm sort of turning in. I've got the gap to the guys behind. I'm chilled out. I'm breaking at my break point, maybe a little bit earlier, you know, trying to save tyres. I turn into the corner, and I just look at my mirror, and I see this big dust cloud coming <laughs> behind this car. And right. I just say to myself, yeah, yeah, we oh, got it here, boys. This, this is, is going to hurt. This is the end. This is how it does it. And yeah. There's I nothing tell you worse, the- man. What? There's nothing worse than you've seen your mirror. There's a bloke. Right. <laughs> it's like, I've, I've not seen this yet. It's, it is a humongous accident. Oh, no. It's in slow motion. He does the okay, dummy. So yeah, you sold your kipper there. You're on. He, he, does, mate, he doesn't give up, does he? There goes the front wing. And look, at look, you can see me about 100 metres in front. I mean, there's not really a gap, is there? Oh, Arthur's like, oh, mate, the grass Oh, was... my God, this is Nasani. So as I'm turning... <laughs> oh, you were so lucky, though. Mate, the, the, thing, the thing a lot of people don't know is that as I'm going into the corner and I see him in my mirror, I sort of turn out the corner at the last second, like, basically trying to do whatever I can to get out of it. Yeah. I even try to push the throttle to sort of like go in the gravel, but not actually get collected, you know? And uh, I, I'm I'm fairly certain that it saved me about a two-week hospital stint, to be honest. It's hum- it could have been humongous. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean... Yeah, it was pretty big. It was pretty scary. Um, and the funny thing is, actually... Is that the biggest crash you've ever had, you reckon? Uh, actually, talking about New Zealand, the, uh, about... 20 minutes ago Taupo is a pretty big one because you, you, you know they <laughs> you know they're supposed to have these tyre barriers well in Taupo Taupo yeah Taupo or whatever you want to call it <laughs> the tyre barriers there were actually filled with dirt 
So it was essentially a rock solid wall. <laughs> it was like hitting like, earth. You, you European drivers, you come down here with your fucking fancy expectations. You think the walls are going to be safe. And what, what else do you expect? You're in New Zealand, mate. Exactly. You're in Dopal. And I'll it's just you're hitting earth, basically. Yeah, it's well, hard. Well, I'm surprised because my um, physio at the time was an expert on concussions and asked me what the time was. And I told him my, my exact answer to what date and time is it right now before looking at my phone, just, you know, sort of trying to collect my thoughts, was, we're having a lovely day here. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a pretty standard answer for you, though, Clem. Yeah, but I think from that point onwards, he just sort of said, you know, this is it. And I spent about three days in a room, no phone, nothing, just to try and recover from my head trauma from, you know, pretty much ending in the war, which was meant to be tough. What about you, Felipe? Bigger shunt? Probably last year in Sochi. Oh, I remember that. Was that was massive. Going to the grid, not even. Oh, <laughs> oh that one. Yeah. That could have happened to anyone. I was actually seeing it in an Italian restaurant when I saw that. I thought... Wait, what? What a lovely pizza. You're singing. No, I was sitting. I was sitting, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I heard. Yeah, that, that outlap was sketchy. Yeah. No, I literally came out of the box behind Joe. He spun directly into turn one, just spun. Yeah, both of the I went really, really slow for the whole lap. I don't know, maybe the right hander was too low or whatever, because I was right behind Schwartzman. He went through the bump, and I was like, okay, just go there now, and then the car just went, bah, to the wall, <laughs> directly. Were you? Did you short shift, like, on the wet patch, or? No, I short shifted before, so I was flat already in fourth gear, like, okay, so in the middle. Flat, of- yeah, I don't think I was flat. Because I remember I had like a small wiggle there and I was like, whoa. So what's your, what's your biggest shunt then? Oh, I reckon my biggest shunt was... Formula the Ford? Nah. nah okay. You nah. did a Formula Ford? For, what do you mean Formula Ford? When? Okay. <laughs> we'll I, we'll, I we'll revisit that, was... that. We'll revisit that. Nah, uh, probably the day before you were driving in Paul Ricard that, that time. Really? Yeah, mate. That was humongous. What? I thought you only did the crash box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, was it one of the parts that they couldn't replace? It hurts, mate. Anyway, yeah. Oh, I don't really know. Macau? That always seems to do that, doesn't it? Back to back. Yeah. Which one of Macau? Um, did you have a shot? Yeah. It was actually a question I'd written down for you. Which one hurt more, losing the TRS championship with a technical fault or crashing at Macau quality at the same corner two years in a row? <laughs> Whilst you were looking good for pole too, by the way. Uh, you know, Macau, you go into that quality. Did you do Macau? Please? Yeah, 2019. You, you have to go into that session like pole or crash. Yeah, right. It is. And so you chose the latter. Twice. Yeah, I chose crash. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I didn't give up. Like that, uh, you obviously didn't crash. So uh, I crashed in the pre-final. Pre-final, you mean race one. Was that when uh, Logan roofed everyone? Yeah, 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 but not uh, not in the, at the start. I crashed like a... Why is the microphone loud. so loud? Yeah, I think it's too Yours loud. is really <laughs> Yeah. Macau crash. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was basically the worst weekend of my life. And uh, <laughs> I was just way off concentration. And I don't know. It was just I just had the worst year of... of my career. Uh, that was that in Carlin? Yeah. Yeah, that race. 
And yeah, we're not fast, so I come up to that race. Was basically the best weekend for our car, so we were actually quite quick there. Who were your teammates? Uh, Logan and Dan Tictum. Oh yeah, I don't remember either of them being up there, but oh no, Logan. Logan finished on the podium, I think. Beef. Three, Three. Yeah. 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 Logan roofed all of us in that pre-final. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Anyway, then, uh, yeah, I started from the back in, in the pre-final. Overtook quite many people, and I, when I was going to the top 10, I think I was P9 already, I just uh, locked up into turn one, went straight into the barrel. Was that the same year as Sophia's crash? No. No, okay. One year I think later. that was the year before, yeah. Oh, uh, was it? I remember, I watched that live, I was because I was you going around, and, um, and the commentator, as it happened, said, oh, and I think a piece of bodyworks just flicked up into the crowd there. And I was, I was thinking, no, that was a car. <laughs> but it was so fast. I'll actually tell you a funny story because that precise night out. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> that was actually during the day, that race. Uh, yeah, yeah. But that precise, well, the yeah, previous night. The afters night, of that. The, the previous night. Gotcha. We, um, me and a couple of my mates, we well, we both know them. We all know them. And, uh, and all Beep, beep, yeah. We were all out. Um, I can't remember where it was. I think it must have been Cuckoo. Yeah, it must have been. Oh, so hang on. Cuckoo. Cuckoo in London. Okay, oh, right. Before Macau. Yeah, no, 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 no. We weren't driving Macau. We oh, just, I see. Yeah, yeah, so sorry. We, I'm with you. I'm we with had you. set with an alarm. As we got back to our place, we'd set an alarm. It was at my place. We'd set an alarm. Let's wake up five o'clock. This is going to be prime time. They're going to be going out. And of course, you're coming back from a night out. You've had a rough one. The alarm goes on. You're not waking up for shit. You press stop. And we're all sitting, we're sort of sitting in a room, and it's about seven or eight o'clock in the morning. And we just sort of look at our phones. Ah, dang it. We missed it. (laughs) So we sort of go on our phones and check out the results, and there's no results. What's going on? And we basically realised that Sophia nearly killed herself. Yeah, it was humongous. That it was a huge. I've never seen a bigger shunt in my life. For her not to lose her life there was amazing. For no one in the crowd not to have yeah. any kind of life. Yeah, because she, she literally just hit the thing where the photographers were, but like one meter below their feet or something like that. Nuts! Honestly, Absolutely nuts. I have to say, like that crash, as much as you know. We all love racing and so on. That crash sort of is one of those moments in my life where I said to myself, you know, what we're fucking doing is dangerous. Yeah, yeah. In a way, because you you sort of you sort of grow around it, and you don't really know the real dangers. That but you what's can get crazy from about it. it is she came back the year after. Exactly. Yeah. Like you. For you me, that's a recovery. People speak about how short everyone's memory is in motorsport. But even as a driver, you have to have a short memory. Yeah. If you have a massive shunt like that. With the other car, which was... Well, I ask you, was it more sketchy with the new car? Yeah. Uh, it was better, actually. Because yeah. it was... Really? Yeah, mandatory to be full downforce. Yeah. Whereas with the old car, you could like be pretty much like an airplane. Yeah, you were yeah. driving and around like Monza. Yeah, it was half of the track. Low downforce was, like was ridiculous there. Yeah. Um, with the new car, it was full downforce. But it was a lot quicker. It was fast. Yeah. Yeah, it was fast, and but also the corner speeds were way quicker. So if you shunted, it was like with a new car. Yeah, it was it was yeah. large. Really? And you also had to brake really early, but it was like, oh, that's a shame, isn't it? It was well, not in a Prima car, you could pretty much brake wherever you wanted. Yeah, <laughs> I, I reckon he was probably braking about twenty five meters later than your turn. Twenty five, twenty five is nothing, huh? <laughs> probably fifty or more. 
There are allegations that Premacast didn't actually have breaks that year. <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, Mate, and you know, I, I hit the highest top speed at that weekend. What was that? 300? 303. No, 303, yes. It's not bad for F3. Yeah, no, 300, 307 kph. 307 kph. In a street circuit. That's humming. Yeah. That's, so here's what I really want to know. How good is the night out? On the Sunday in Macau, wouldn't know. I was on a plane going back to. He's he's a responsible guy. As you're, as you're I'm piecing that together now. now. Mate, at that time, I didn't even know there was a, a night out. Uh, I was just. Oh. <laughs> I think Armstrong knew there was a night out there from mm. about age of sixteen, probably. Well, the uh, yeah, the after party in Macau is pretty pretty good. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, James. Um, James, how do I put this delicately? It's like it is actually the best party ever because it's like. The club is basically put there for racing drivers. Yeah. And there's this one place where everyone goes. I think the previous year was better because all the DCM boys were there. But it was like, everyone's there just to celebrate. And plus, <laughs> took us all out that year. And he literally came and apologized to us and said, you know what? I owe you boys all the drinks on Sunday night. Tables on me. He, he basically <laughs> said that. I was like, all right, <laughs> deal. <laughs> we won't have to cut that out. He won't like that. <laughs> we can we can use the old, you know, um, outside of, outside of we Macau. We can use the old, uh, <laughs> the old uh, um, outside of Macau. Yeah. What's what's the best night out on the calendar? You reckon? I think Monaco this year. Monaco's got it. Okay, actually, we'll go outside, outside of Monaco, Monaco because of it, that's a given. Silverstone. Yeah. I reckon. <laughs> got, yeah, Silverstone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say Jeddah. Jeddah. Yeah. yeah. I've heard that the bars there are really good. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> what, what did you get up to in Jeddah? Are you serious? Don't say anything that's going to incriminate no, yourself. First of all, the only night out I've ever done in my life, I think, in a race weekend is Monaco. Really? Secondly, in Jeddah, where did you go, mate? There's a, well, first of all, there was a terrorist attack on the Friday, so that was good. Yeah. So what did you get up to in Jeddah that made it such a good night out? Drank Avion water. I'll tell you what, that Jeddah feature race was one of the hardest races of my life. Mate. Physically. I had my bend on, the whoop bend on. I saw oh, that. Oh my God. Uh, my heart rate was more than my engineer in Baku for sure. Didn't you average like 175? Yeah. Something like that for like two hours? Yeah, for one hour, yeah. That was. Jeez. I'll tell you one thing. I was going through turn sort of three, four, five, six, seven, eight, you know, all the, the sketchy bits. section. I sort of went tub, arm, turn to sort of give me some sort of support. And I pretty much did that for the whole section. And you could actually see me grabbing below the wheel. If you really check the, the sort of onboard. Okay, I saw your onboard, right? Because I watched the race. I'll tell you who was struggling the most. I haven't spoken to him, but Iwaza, right? <laughs> I, saw, I saw his onboard and he was fast for the first stint. And then I've seen his onboard like late in the second stint. And he's going from like change of direction. He's almost knocking himself out on the headrest as he's going through like three and four. And I'm like, holy moly, this guy. It's like he can't hold on. I wasn't much better, to be fair. I was I was on the ropes. Like the, for whatever reason, we decided we needed to make the steering heavier for the feature race. <laughs> wink, wink. Go full caster, yeah? Almost, right. Makes sense, mate. Just yeah. shut up and get on with it. And, uh, yeah, mate, I'm not, I'm not here crying about it, am I? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a man. And um, Was that when you thought you were Chris Froome? 
<laughs> no, this is after my pro cycling days, mate. So that first sector, if I wasn't like deep in the points, I think like there's a point where I'd just be like, I need to reduce the pace by like three tenths here because like, I can't keep this minimum speed. Like physically, I can't hold the wheel to like... Let me tell you one thing. I was P11. It wasn't three tenths. It was more like two seconds, mate. <laughs> you just couldn't hold on to the bloody wheel. And I was just sort of like the last five laps, you know. <laughs> the car's driving you, mate. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. So you might as well just take a nice stroll around Jitter. <laughs> take all the sights and smells. Exactly. I was you say, where did you finish? <laughs> Don't even know. Okay. <laughs> so, so your race wasn't like, you weren't like really pushing, right? Well, from about sort of mid-race onwards, I sort of knew that it was going to be a tough one. Because obviously, we'd all planned. We, 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 <laughs> I mean, we came into the race all expecting about 16 safety cars. Because yeah. let's face it, you're going to go. And there were none. And there were none. Yeah. And I sort of got through about lap 10 and I was like, well, do you know what? A safety car would come in really handy right now. <laughs> And it's sort of, we progressed. We along. were thinking the same thing, man. I Mate. was like, I need a safety car. Driver degradation is coming in. To- so that was like, ah. I said, I said driver. No, but before I only said deg. Uh, yeah, there's two. There's no, 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 I'm just yeah, doing the example. Yeah. That's mine. You, you can get this one. There's uh, the other litter of particular that you put me down. Hang on. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll have that. <laughs> By the way, this is T. <laughs> and, um,. <laughs> Felipe, how were you feeling after that feature race, mate? I saw you on the podium. You were looking pretty battered. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have that thought about... Uh, safety car. No, not safety car, but not uh, like giving up a few tents because I had uh, for sure the whole race behind me just fast. pushing well, like crazy. And That's uh, the thing when you're in P1, though. You know, when you're in P1, you sort of push. Yeah, and, and yeah. the problem was like... <laughs> what? <laughs> Racing 101. <laughs> when you're in P1, you sort of push. Um, no, I've had, I have had I can relate to it because I've had a similar experience racing at the Christchurch Enduro back in 2016. Um, Same as the Jetta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloody December, mate. Peak summer in uh, Chicha. Yeah. And it pisses down with rain. Hail the works, everything. Mm-hmm. Caleb Cross is out there hacking for me. And um, see, we come in. It, like We're obviously going to have to change something because it's gone from slick to, to wet. Whatever. Unfortunately, that weekend, I was in charge of looking after the tyres and making sure that everything should have got sorted out. So we, we rolled her out the gate, and the front tyres were at about zero PSI. And so I had no air in the bastards. My nose going scraping on the ground. So it's basically like trying to drive this boat around this weird, like, hail-covered circuit in Christchurch. And it got so miserable that... Because, you, know, you know, in the carts where your fuel tank sits in between your knees. And I could sort of feel like, And so I was trying to rip the fuel tank out of the, between my knees. So I had an excuse to come in. And so the fuel tank's busted, man. I couldn't, I couldn't carry on. Have you ever had one of those moments in Formula 2? <laughs> when you have to rip your fuel tank out. <laughs> I can't say have, mate. No? Nah. No, because I... What about you, mate? Have you had... Have you had? <laughs> no. No, yeah, just going down that back straight and jetty, you know, if I just put it in the bin right now, this thing's over. <laughs> what's the most, like, what's the weirdest thought you've ever had, like, during a race? Like, that you've been conscious okay. of thinking about? It's going to be a bit weird, but, you know, have you ever farted in a race? I was car? about to say, farting at high speed is the strangest it, experience. Because you smell it instantly. Yeah. It, it is, mate. 
<laughs> right? You I, th- I thought it was round. only me, mate. <laughs> you literally going round. It just comes out. All decency has gone out the window <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I don't mean to get too granular on this either, but it's actually quite hard to get out, isn't it? You know, Callum yeah, Mylott yeah. told me the same thing, actually. And friend I, of the show. I'll be, I'll be <laughs> friend but of the show. I, I actually, this has got me so much that I still remember the first time that happened to me, mate. Christian start 2015, mate. What, you just shat yourself on the grid or what? <laughs> no, 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 it was just... just <laughs> your, your mechanic, what are you? <laughs> looked at you, he's like, Jesus, mate, you need to get yourself together. No, it was one of those experiences that, um, you know, you never forget. <laughs> 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 no, I'm joking. Yeah, it it, it, it must have been it's normal, but I could smell it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, isn't it? You'd have to think like during, it's something completely weird, mate. During yeah. like in it, like Al- LMP or whatever, like Le Mans or something, you'd have to think about your teammate at some point. You know, if you like yeah. take a piss in the car, or of course, when you take a piss, yeah, have you ever taken a piss in the no, car? I have no, I've never understood I've that. Never is, done it. Is mate, there, is when there it's raining, like yesterday, or even today when it's cold, I'm always like, I can pee how many times I want. As soon as I get to the grid, I'm like, come on, I need a toilet or something like that. I don't know why. Maybe because I drink so much water, but it's all or something like that. I just let it go, man. No, no stress. Uh, I f- feel for my mechanics, mate. I'm sure <laughs> won't mind me telling you this, but he used to do it basically oh. every feature race in F2. <laughs> really? Yeah, really. His mechanic <laughs> told me. Poor <laughs> We might need to beat that out. Yeah, I've never had the need to do that, to be fair. Have a pee in the car? No. Oh, I feel like that's not true. I I don't think I could, honestly. Also, also, race one this weekend, for two laps, for some reason, I was coughing. Coughing? Yeah. During the race? Yeah, yeah. And it never happened to me. So, breaking news, none of these three F2 drivers will make it to Austria. They all have COVID. Uh, (laughs) Which laps? (laughs) Which laps were you coughing? I think I was behind Vesti. In the feature race? No, no, no. In a... Sprint, sprint race. You you, was it Vesti you that you close. did at the end of the race today? Yeah, around there. Yeah, it was a nice move. That you, you weren't close enough mm, to catch yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, mate. Do you ever like blow your nose and like see like all the carbon that you breathe in after a Horrendous. race? Horrendous. Horrendous. Every time. No, you don't. No. I always thought like the amount of carbon that I breathe during a race cannot be good for you. No, for sure not. I don't smell carbon. I mean, you live in London. Like, have you the, the air quality in this town, mate? It's James, no bueno. We're creeping up to one hour twenty now. Do we have anything on the agenda that we need to? On the agenda, let me just. Uh, I'm gonna pop to the loop. Reverse quickly. the agenda. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for it, man. Right, so we're gonna dive into a bit of uh, meal of the week here on the Screaming Meals podcast. Obviously, you guys have been up in Silverstone this week in Britain, checking out the fine cuisine. Have we? Um, well, British cuisine, obviously, with its reputation of, um, well. We'll let you guys do the talking. Felipe, start with you, mate. Meal of the week. So I need just to, what do I have to do? Do I need to choose any meal of the week? Any meal over the week over while the time you've been in the UK. Well, it would help if you had a photo. I guess you'd. Well, we can upload that later. Go you first. I need to think about it. Um, <laughs> so honestly, from uh, my point of view, uh, I have been living in the UK for a long time now. Mamma mia. And... <laughs> Um, to be honest, I have to say my meal today was very, very exquisite. Marcus Armstrong has documented it many times. 
on Screaming Mills. Uh, I have to say the F2 catering is absolutely special. I had risotto that was what barely cooked. What drugs are you on, man? <laughs> uh, no, I, I had risotto that was barely cooked. <laughs> 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 uh, I had b basically... Apart from the pizza, everything else was to put in the bin. So talk us through the risotto, though. So what are you going with? What did you like about the risotto? Mushroom risotto, yeah. seafood risotto? It was a mushroom risotto. Now, yeah. I could only Classic. taste the rice that was probably cooked for about 30 seconds yeah. max. <laughs> so it's more like a bowl of rice krispies than a risotto. <laughs> yeah. It's just sort of <laughs> mushroom infused. You see, you're the only one to blame for this because I, I didn't go near the risotto. I had a pizza. Or uh, as a first meal, Italian Ooh. first meal, yeah. either pizza or a very spicy pasta. Yeah. Which not very oh, nice man. to have something very spicy. <laughs> and then as pork. a second plate, as a protein plate, you only, we only had pork, like with the, you know, with the skin, the pork with the skin, like very fatty Mate, ones. You're talking about that pasta. I smelled it on my yeah, also this morning for breakfast, right? So I, obviously we have to be at the track ridiculously early. Did you, did you, you have breakfast at the, the hospitality? Well, I went in the hospitality. And I was like, hey, you guys have any food? And they're like, yeah, we have, we have food. Like, go over to the other hospitality. So I walk over to the other one. And they had, like, a selection of donuts and croissants. And hey, that was it. What's wrong with croissant? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with croissant? Croissant. <laughs> well, you know, when, when you're about to, when you're, nearly there, mate. When you're yeah. about to dive headfirst into the most, the f most physically demanding race of the season, you, you after Jeddah, depending on your setup, maybe carbo loading, mate. Croissants for the calms. I've never had a croissant in my life and thought, yes, that has sustained me for a good physical exertion. Like, yes. And I looked at that. I took Pendo a photo. Chocolat. <laughs> <laughs> what did you have then? Avocado toast. I actually gave it a I, I just feel like Marcos has avocado toast for every meal of his day. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much he actually gets point. it. Um, he's sponsored by uh, Fruit Ninja. So they bring it over to his house and he gets the sort of avocado toast. Puts it in the grind and actually has it IV'd. Straight into his, um, straight into his bloodline there, and that's what sort of gives him the lasting energy. So for the features, that's that's first thing right. in the morning, right? So now. they can push the maximum amount of caster. I have yeah, I have yeah. avocado IV'd it straight into my vein. <laughs> <laughs> Sustains me for twenty nine laps at Silverstone. But that was the point of the page when I first started. I was like, this is the quest to find the like the the ultimate the ultimate paddock meal. No, the ultimate Evo toast. Oh, the ultimate Evo toast. And know, yeah. the best Ryanair lasagna that you can find in this world. Well, I remember when you used to travel Ryanair when we were kids, <laughs> and you'd order that, and then you'd get all wound up and pissed off because it wasn't good. Can I just <laughs> throw? Can I just throw in an honourable mention to the EasyJet bacon bap? That's out. So with a bit of a catch up on that bad boy. Oh. You guys ever flown EasyJet? No, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I've ever, <laughs> yeah. I always flown EasyJet, but not. I've never tried anything from from them. I'm well, I'm done. pescatarian, obviously. Um, you you what? I actually I don't eat meat. Uh, a pescatarian? You say that? I didn't know you could say that. Pescatarian. Well, it's I not offensive. I didn't know. <laughs> no, no, no. I just didn't know the word actually. <laughs> oh, I I know what it is, but I haven't never heard of it. No, like right. Pescatarian. Uh, I've actually tasted uh, the the bap from Ryanair. Yeah. Um, and you, Sorry, you're still right here right. to tell right. the story. Easy to run it. Easy jet. Yeah. I also had 
um, their sort of chorizo plate. That's good. Oh. Oh, do you know what? That You're gave me with the devil, food yeah. poisoning for about yeah, two yeah. weeks. May I so bet. Definitely not something to try. No, yeah. If you if you're going, you're sort of a peritif type of snack on an airline. You want to be going something natural. You want to be going olives. You want to be going your sort of celery and dips. Your hummus. That's kind of how you want to play it. Because if if you start dabbling with the meats, mate, then you're just asking for trouble. Well, we went to the Dominican Republic last year, my, oh, myself right. and uh, Yuri, and he he was he was deathly ill the whole time, and. I told him continuously, I was like, mate, you need to stop eating the meat. Like, I can literally see the mold growing off it at the buffet. And he was like... Mm. Was that was that Rep Dom or was that Sochi? I can't... It's Dom Rep. Dom Rep, sorry. Well, also Sochi. <laughs> Sochi, I didn't have the bollocks to eat at that hospitality. Like, that was actually poison. Well, now that we come back to the hospitality topic, I have to say, if you compare the British one to the Sochi one... It's just in a class of its own. It's, it's it's three Michelin stars what we get today. Chalk and cheese, <laughs> you could say. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I actually don't mind the, the food and, and our hospitality. It's just, I mean, sometimes it's not too bad. I mean, it's okay normally, but the 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 choice of the food is not the perfect one for drivers. Yeah, nah. So MAU being obviously nah, yeah. the food uh, <laughs> food critique. Yeah. If you will, Look. among us, uh, what did you make of the weekend? Yeah, you, you can. You, now it's your time to yeah. to do the food. Cr- cr- I'll, I'll tell you. I'll stretch tell you your right legs, now. brother. I'll tell you right now, mate. That hospitality food is is border borderline poison. It's obviously, <laughs> <laughs> you start. You get there on the Wednesday or the thir- Thursday. Do we start the hospitality? Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday. Thursday, right? Uh, you get to the track on Friday morning only, mate. Yeah, I get there last <laughs> second, right? So <laughs> Thursday, the the food is actually not terrible. Like it's okay. They have a few fish options, and all right, the salad is alright, and you can. I'll be alright. But in any case, I bring like a bag of protein bars and whatnot with me because I know that it's going to be shit. And uh, anyway, Thursday's alright. Friday, you can start to see the drop off. I'm not going to say the D word. Um, <laughs> for tequila purposes um, and then you get to Saturday this is when you really start to get on the ropes a bit you and start to feel those well, that, there's no fish options nothing you sort of feel the rears don't you it's just sort of similar to um, say the word mate well it's sort of similar to today really you just you just haven't got any rear grip yeah you get to Friday right <laughs> I don't know if that's a <laughs> you're trying to say something uh, you get to Friday and you start to wonder, what's the fucking point of eating here? Like, I'm actually feeling ill. <laughs> I really. <laughs> Everyone looks at Rory. <laughs> what would you think, Rory? Uh, I'll bleed this out. This <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should, mate. <laughs> right, go. I'll bleed this out. Uh, this. <laughs> yeah, but. Oh, okay, then you get to Sunday. Oh. And you, you come in from a feature. All right, let's even go to the morning, right? I've just told you, right, for a selection of donuts and croissants before a one-hour feature race, croissant. I'm feeling like, come on, boys. We need something. We need something to eat before this race. You can't just go in there fasted. Uh, but it's actually better to race faster than eat that crap. And then nah, I feel like I'm going to get cancelled here just from bloody saying how oh, bad you, the food you're is. You're kicked out of Paddock Club for a start, I'll tell you that much. We're going to have to beat this whole like five minute segment out. And then you get, uh, you finish the feature race, you're tired and you, you're starving. You're just, yeah, you're just looking for a good meal. 
And the first thing you want to do is just drive straight out of Milton Keynes, eat nothing, drink nothing, and just get on the tequilas and do a podcast. Pretty Am much right? what you've done right now, right? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but actually, on a Sunday afternoon, they gave us white pasta, like pasta bianco. You know, it was no, no sauce, nothing. It's just pasta. Mm-hmm. And that is actually the best meal they have there. Bit of olive oil, salt and pepper? Or? Exactly. Yeah. Bit of cheese, bit of olive oil. That's the best you, meal you, of the you, week. You do put it on yourself. The sort of pasta comes... Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, and then you just have to. Sort it's, of sort of it's, it's same as a salad. Honestly, it's it's literally raw. Kind of like your build a bear situation. Yeah. Yeah. You sort of literally finish off the details. But so, uh, what is there a highlight of the week for you, mate, or it was just Whoa. desecration <clears> all, all three days? Well, I would say my highlight of the week is when I finished the feature race and had that that pasta and bianca, which is the most simple meal you could possibly make. Like even I could make that, being the terrible cook that I am. Um, but then I would say. I've always wondered, you know, the engineers get into such specific details, right, about role balance simulations, blah, 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 blah. But I wonder if there's a correlation between, like, decent food and actual results. Like, have you ever considered that? That it, is something I, I would look into. I, I've got a Tom <laughs> Tia. He'll probably run a few simulations for you. You get Excel spreadsheet out. Exactly. Yeah. If we, if we could get you. a sort of research team at Oxford to look into that. Nutrition versus results. Correlation. Exactly. Yeah. I think whatever Felipe's eating is yeah, obviously... What have you been eating this year, mate? I need some of that. <laughs> Fetuses of, of unborn them. children. <laughs> uh, I can tell you what I, what I ate this week, but not uh, every week. Of, Go on, uh, give me, give uh, me this, the This week wasn't so good, so... Well, give me the details, come on. So... Where do I find six Yeah, cents? where do we pull before, a mediocre before result out from? On, on Friday night, I actually ate in a Thai-slash-Indian restaurant. Because it was the only thing that was open because it was quite late. And um, did your dietitian suggest that or? Oh, I, I have, of course, yeah. <laughs> did <laughs> you buy a chicken? But uh, no, it, was, it wasn't too bad. Obviously, I didn't eat the very fatty stuff, but it was actually was that, all right. Was that Thursday night or Friday night? Friday night. So, did you have a ring of stinger on Saturday? What? Did you have a ring of stinger? <laughs> I'm with you. We're on the same, yeah, 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 we're we're on on the same, same channel. Page. Ring of stinger? Yeah, ring of stinger. Come on. You well. need to remember I'm not uh, English. Okay, we're going to have to cut I this part out. What is a ringer stinger? I don't even know. A well. ringer stinger is when you eat a particularly spicy curry and you can taste it twice. First when you eat it and the second time when you shit it out. <laughs> this is perfect. This is so good. We're going to leave it for sure. Don't cut that out. Don't. All right, fuck it. Fuck it. Leave it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, one of those? No, no, it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Your mechanics had to deal with that. Not and you. and then on Saturday, what did I have? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, on Saturday, I had some as an entry as burrata mm. with uh, some uh, ham, prosciutto. Okay, and, very uh, Italian. And then um, some meat afterwards. And a caparina to wash it down or not? No, no alcohol, mate. <laughs> He's saying that, but he's had about six shots of Sambuca before he's he on, he's on. He's so off his <laughs> yeah. tits. It's a joke. It's he can't <laughs> even walk, mate. Me. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that was... There's nothing I can see. <laughs> what about pre-race? To make it better, you know? <laughs> what about pre-race? Do you have like a routine of what you eat? What do you <clears throat> consume before a race? About 10 cups of espresso. <laughs> you see, I'm oh, the same you're, you're yeah. Bottas kind of... Kind no, no. I mean, normally I arrive at the track. First thing I do, no, at the hotel I have a coffee, whatever, cappuccino, whatever. Then I arrive at the track. I do one espresso, and then as 
like just before going into the car, I do another first. <laughs> and then uh, if there's like two sessions in a day, I do it again. So, you so about four espressos a day. I'm starting to understand the shitting yourself before the race kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you, you, you said you're doing the same, right? Yeah. How do you explain the delta in performance? Mate, if you don't drink, <laughs> it must be the type of coffee you drink. Surely, <laughs> my one is a uh, Dutch coffee. Oh, is it Dutch? Dutch yeah. coffee. That's what I'm going wrong, mate. Pop down to MP, mate. No, but I sometimes well. I know. Yeah, after lunch. Yeah, one thing which is really good about the hospitality in F2 is the coffee, which is true. Yeah, it's Nespresso. is amazing. That's one of the things I miss about Prema, honestly, is the coffee there. Yeah. I swear that is the reason. Are you sure it's not just the pace? It's, no, that's. I'm <laughs> telling you, mate. It is uh, those Nespresso capsules. I'm not sure what they have in them. Maybe a, just a wee drizzle of <laughs> some sort. That gives you <laughs> That's not going to stay. Yeah, run the beat machine on that one, mate. <laughs> but I'm the same, man. I have like Oops. three espressos before a race. But I don't know why. I could have an espresso five minutes before going to bed and I can fall asleep. Yeah, I'm the same. Completely the same. Really? Yeah. I know you're not the same, Clem. I've seen you have an espresso martini before. You're bouncing off the walls. <laughs> because of the martini, not because of the espresso, mate. <laughs> I'm not going to add anything to that. <laughs> well, we could, probably, we could probably wrap it up there then, can't we, mate? That's, uh, that does our meals, that does our racing, that does everything we can until, um, until the next episode. Yeah. Hey, thanks for coming on, boys. Boys. Thank you for the opportunity. You're always welcome. Here. And yeah, really enjoyed it. Hope, uh, hopefully the guys will enjoy this... Uh, new podcast from you guys so yeah what do you think mate i thought it was an absolute cracker mate <laughs> i clem's on a different planet right <laughs> <laughs> well, well I, Clem, don't know, I don't know what you're making me drink here but this is <laughs> you probably shouldn't have let james make the the, the cocktails oh, well, don't no, pay no, no. out to be some kind of you know bill cosby beep <laughs> 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 all right <laughs> Boys, you're, you're friends of the show now. Thanks. You can come on whenever you like. You're more than welcome back. Whenever you, whenever you feel the need to rant or just get something off your chest. Oh, yeah. Can I talk about today's race? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if your girlfriend's annoying you, if, you, if your tires and not... I, I did not say the word. That, that was close. Didn't say the word. You're always welcome to come on the show and shoot the shit with me and, uh, I love Pirelli. Me and Jim. All right. Cheers, Thanks, boys. guys. Cheers. Cheers.